and we're back. We are back with another one. Yes, sir. My name's Osagi. And my name is Chris. And this is Prophetic Foolishness. I put my shirt up because I had something on it. You just keep your chain Should have put it in your mouth, man. Yo, what's up, man? Welcome back. Welcome back. You know what I mean? It's your boy Chris Masagi. You know what I'm saying? Same prophetic foolishness. You know what I'm saying? Same energy. Same delicious dish of what? Discussion. And we here for it, man. Yes, We're excited sir. you guys are tuning back in. Season three is off to a great start. Um, we love the feedback. We love y'all been rocking with us. You know, yep. this episode today is a big one. It's a huge one for those of you astronomical, astronomical. Yeah, huge, All massive. I don't massive. know. I, I ran out of words of thinking of gigantic, huge. gigantic, whaling, gargantuan, gargantuan. Oh boy, yeah, you, that's a good you, one. you got. You know what I'm saying? That's that boy a got the list. Y'all know Chris Smart. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> boy, two degrees no, you, up. You, you hit that. You hit that. You hit that. <laughs> My boy, two degrees up. But you know what I'm saying? Uh, for those of you who have been listening to season three. We told y'all that we got a lot of stuff coming on the yeah. way. Lots of so, new changes. Lots new of, changes, yeah. you know what I'm saying? New things. And it's okay. You know, yeah. we, we want to evolve as a podcast. We got to grow, gotta you know grow. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. We can't stay stunted, you know? For mm-hmm. those of you who haven't grown since seventh grade, I'm sorry, you know what I'm saying? But us, we got to keep growing, got you know to. what I'm saying? I feel like our podcast can't be the dude who yeah. developed quick and never we grew. We still in the genesis. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know? bro, come on. We like, got we a long still, journey. Our podcast still going through puberty. So, yes. you know what I'm saying? We're literally yeah. still growing. And so we got a lot of cool things going, you know, coming our way. Um, for those of you who don't know, uh, as of right now, we have been on Instagram, we've mm-hmm. been on Spotify, we've yep. been on Apple, yep. and we've been on YouTube. Yep. We have now added a new platform. What's the new platform? We are now on Facebook. Yes, Facebook. sir. Facebook. You know what I'm saying? So if you now want to share this with your uncle and aunties, yes. you know what I'm saying? Reaching the, the, the more seasoned you know, generation. The see, hey, come on yes. now. You know, it's mm-hmm. a different arena. The young folk, you yes. know what I'm saying? The yeah. young folk love the Instagram, yep. but we got to get to the grown folk got too. Got to get to the grown got folks. Got to get to yes. the grown folks, my boy. Yep. You know? So yep. uh, Facebook, we are now on live. Uh, if you're friends with us on Facebook, you can, you know, you'll probably see us share or post some of these things. Um, but You'll also see if you just type in prophetic foolishness on Facebook, you'll see our episodes and what we post on Instagram. So we would love for you guys to share there too. Y'all got some uncles, aunties, friends, cousins who ain't got Instagram yeah. who would love for them to be exposed to the podcast. We want you know them saying? to be able to have these conversations in their circles too. Man, they yeah. need it too. Um, yeah. On top of that, if you are watching on YouTube, in yeah. which we encourage, you might see that there is an empty seat in between me and I want, Uncle Chris. I wonder, I wonder why that could be there. Chris. You know, we've been talking we've been about talking the podcast. About yeah. and, you know, like I said, we're a growing podcast. We're going through puberty and, you we're know, you, you grow, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And so you get taller, we, you get bigger, you get wider, you know what I'm faster, saying? Yeah. So yeah, yeah, the whole yeah. thing, you know, so as a podcast, we definitely want to make sure that we are bringing correct voices, you know what I'm saying? Great conversations mm-hmm. into this. And we feel like, um, our new teammate who was vetted, amen. Okay, we went vetted. Through, we went through the process. Of, yes, you know, we 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 searched and sought. Okay, yeah, uh, we we went up and high and low. High you know and low. Uh, we went wide and we went, you know, mm-hmm. narrow to find yes. who would be the newest addition to the to prophetic the, foolishness team. The team, man. Yeah. You know, it's a solid team here right now. It's your boy myself. You know, it's your boy Chris Henry, That's uh, and it's our boy Jacob. You know, and that's what we've been rocking with. But, you know, it wasn't complete. Amen. Yeah, OK, it yeah. was going on to completion. So um, we are have sought and found a new prophetic foolishness fam or a team member. Yeah, it's going to be the 
first voice that you hear on the podcast besides myself or Osaka. The first one. That's the crazy. First one. Yeah. Y'all been asking for someone new. Yeah. So we're, we're a year in and we're going to add another voice. Uh, we think that this person is going to add a lot of, of flavor, a mm-hmm. lot of a lot of good conversation. Yeah. Um, they are going to spice things up, bring a new perspective so yeah. that y'all can take that perspective Come on. and add it to your conversation yeah, yeah, yeah. As, as you discuss it with the Prophetic yeah, Foolishness yeah, fam. Yeah. So without further ado... Introducing our newest member. Our newest member. Libby Cleese. Woo! Yes, sir. So I want to give a little background for our good friend Libby. Libby has been a friend to myself and Chris for some time now. And so she's been rocking with the podcast. And even when we were thinking about some dynamic voices we can bring in, Libby was one of the names that came up in. We thought about it. We talked to Libby about it, and we feel like it's a good fit. So we yeah. want to introduce y'all to our good friend, Libby. Say what's up. What's up, everybody? My <laughs> name's Libby. I'm so excited to be on the podcast. Honestly, I've been listening for the whole year. Yeah. Yep. I love Osagi. Love Chris. Um, these are my boys yeah. here in Austin. We're rocking. I, yes, sir. Yeah, truly. Yeah, yeah. Truly. I'm excited <laughs> to be here, y'all. Hey, 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 you, you, I have some things to say. Oh, man. Cool, yeah. cool. Hey, that's, we're looking forward okay, to it. Libby has it. some stuff to add. Okay. Some seasoning. Don't jump straight into it. You know, let them get to know you. You know what I'm saying? You're coming in a little aggressive. I'm just kidding. Okay. Oh, um, we don't talk about that. Libby, tell them one fun fact about you, and we're going to jump into the episode. Come on. Cool. So, um, yeah, I'm probably the only black person that you know who's ever been homeschooled. <laughs> yeah. That's true. So, That's true. Facts. Yeah. If, if you are black and have been homeschooled, please comment. Besides Cedric Shy. Um, Point first so, <laughs> that's the only other person who's black I know. Full government. Yes, name. I yeah. need you to comment and let us know, okay? Cool. Yeah. Um, so let's get in. Well, Chris, we got to tell them, well, who are we? Yeah, What's who are we? Yeah, so we are Prophetic Foolishness. Uh-huh. You know, we added is myself, Osagi, and now Libby uh-huh. on the pod. Um, and this is a place where we talk about uncommon topics that might engage with the common person mm-hmm. and give them a space to challenge the societal norms. Ooh, yes, yeah, sir. That's what we're here for, man. Yeah. So, um, man, without further ado, man, we definitely have a delicious dish of what? Discussion. Discussion. Okay, let me see. Okay, Okay. Okay, she knows her lines. Cool, cool. Okay, she practiced. Um, So last week, um, I think it was last week. Yeah, it was last week. Last week, we had a very, very spicy. It was hot. Hot. Like I said, hot. Like super hot. You know? Um, Jumping out the grease. And it was so much so that we don't feel like we did it justice. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, just talking about it on one part. So this yeah. is part two mm. of do black men mm-hmm. need to stop marrying white women? Mm. Now, My when goodness. I even say that, uh, yeah. again, people's toes start to curl. Mm. People's <laughs> the adrenaline you know, starts the to rush. Adrenaline starts to rush. You start like, feeling oh, a little sweaty. Like, yeah. Yeah, I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> it's a little different for people. But you know what I'm saying? The reason of the conversation is it's very, very much needed. And so I feel like we left off hitting a lot of places, a lot of points, you know, mm-hmm. hitting a lot of perspectives. Yeah. But I feel like now we have a different perspective coming from our good friend Libby. Yeah. So, I mean, it's we going straight in, man. And so overall, Libby. T- take us off, man. What, what do you man. think? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what, what was your initial initial thoughts from, from the episode last week? No, I, I love the episode. I love that y'all really tried to hit 
both right. perspectives. She, she finna roast us. No. <laughs> I, I hear it. I that hear it. being said, that being said, no, I thought it was. I thought it was dope. But I, I think that especially as a black woman, mm. I mean, that question first mm. of all, mm-hmm. do black men need to stop marrying white women? Yeah, that that it's not enough. You know, Ooh. like the yeah. answer, of course, is no. Don't stop. Mm. You know, like yeah. of course not. We're not operating out of don't date mm. a certain race or mm. ethnic background. Yeah. I think the biggest question too is why do we see so the trend mm-hmm. of black men marrying white women? Yeah. Why do we see the trend yeah. of black women remaining unmarried, mm. being Ooh. the most unmarried or unpursued group of people globally? Wow. Dang. So that's more of the, the question um, that encompasses like the historical background yeah. and, and all the, the things that went into mm. this. I want to. I want to hit on the first uh, question you asked was, "Why do we see the trend? The trend yeah. of black men marrying white women." Me and Chris kind of scraped it like on the last episode. Yeah, but just I, touched the surface. Just touched the surface. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I do think, and Chris, you can speak to this. I do think uh, proximity and environment yep. plays mm-hmm. a huge part yep. into the situation, into like where you're at, right? So. For a lot of people around the time, depending on when they're getting married, honestly, I'll just speak for myself. Not that I speak for all black men married to white women, but I went, I grew up in the suburbs, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, predominantly white. Yep. I went to Texas A&M University. PWI. Hella white. Yep. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yep, yep. And at the time in which I was looking for a wife, yep. you know what I'm saying? Danielle, my wife, appeared. Mm-hmm. which was in the majority of where I was at in yeah. the circles that I was in. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I think that plays into the characteristic. And also she was in the place where she was also serious about getting married. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, I have a theory that I'm going to share later, but she was in the same place where I was. I was like 20, 21, kind of like what you were saying last episode. Chris was like, hey, like I'm trying to get married. If yeah. someone's not on that wavelength, you're like, you're, you're like, a wa- you're wasting my time. I'm not yeah. here to like casually date. And so I feel like that plays into a lot of situations where you see educated black men per- maybe in spaces that are predominantly white. Yep. And they tend and then like they're just dating around because I guess as a black man, you you have more of a choice than a black woman would particularly. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And like we Dang. can do the choosing. You that's, know what I'm saying? That's, that's true. What you said, too, about educated black men. So. I've been looking up stats. Okay. <laughs> As a black woman, you got to look up. You got to do research. Okay. You know? uh-huh, uh-huh. So, okay. Just statistically, yeah. for every 100 college-educated black women, mm-hmm. there are only 35 to 40 college-educated black men. Wow. So, wow. we are Good. one, and hey. black women are wow. the most educated group hey. in the U.S. Yes. Yeah. Which yeah, is, you said that. We yeah. love yeah. it. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to the black queens. Okay. Shout out to the black queens. Okay. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all, y'all shout out to the queens. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. But um, at the same time, so when, when black men are saying, are talking about availability yeah. of black women, mm. I have to challenge that a little bit Ooh. because at the mm-hmm. same time, we are tripling wow. your numbers. Yes. And yet... Not seeing. We're not seeing the pursuit mm. so, from black men. So what you're saying is that like the fish are out there, but the fishermen Y'all, the, the are, fish is looking for a different type of fish. Yeah, is what yeah, I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's the deeper question because if the fish are there, yes, the mm. harvest is plentiful. But the hey, laborers, come on. laborers yeah, are yeah, few. Yeah, yeah, the laborers yeah, are yeah, few. Yeah, yeah. And hey, for that preach. reason, we got to mm. look at what the laborers Man. are laboring for. Yeah. And yeah. I think that has more of that historical component. Yeah. That is where we have to look at 
Eurocentric beauty standards. Yeah. That's yeah. where we look at what is seen as beautiful. Mm-hmm. And like, we have to dig a little bit deeper. I, I think it it's unfair really to, mm-hmm. to say, you know, I, this is my environment. I was mm-hmm. raised in majority white environments. Mm-hmm. I have dated mm-hmm. a lot of white men in the past. Oh, wait, 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 stop, 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 stop. I just want to pause the episode right there. Oi, oi. Just, just, just so we're clear. <laughs> Libby, can you state your statement again, please? I solemnly swear. <laughs> I, I have dated white men in the past. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. So we, we have to look at availability. So you too. But we have to look at, at the availability. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that mm-hmm. 65 to 70 mm-hmm. black men mm-hmm. who yeah. are unavailable to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, that's, I have to fill in that gap too, mm, sure, you know? No, sure. for sure. So, and so in some of the, what you're saying, in some of the environments you've been in in the past, you didn't necessarily have the, the access to, to, to black men, exactly. eligible black men by your standards. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. By your standards. <laughs> Add that in. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like in what you said is, is a lot deeper because I do think it is, it's deeper than just black men, not marrying black women, because you're right. Even if all the black men mm-hmm. married all mm-hmm. the black women. Yeah. yeah there would still be black women left out exactly. from the like educated mm, pool. Yeah. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. So mm-hmm. I feel, I hear you, right? Because I think it's also a false narrative that there are black men, all the educated black men <laughs> are marrying white women. Yeah, it does true. get amplified mm-hmm. because we got educated black men, like in the actual majority, like, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Black men are marrying black women, like the majority of them, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Um, mm-hmm. But I do think it goes deeper. And the reason why the black women feel this is because the societal beauty standards mm-hmm. that we like are have been fed right so like yeah what are some of those man i mean just like even just like like i, I, I hit on it like think of just like the little things like makeup mm-hmm. like movies you know what i'm saying like the lead actress you know what i'm saying like uh in in like magazines it's yeah. all like white women like yeah. i mean you can go to like beauty stores until recently and even so it's like it's still not the majority so like there has been for so long like deeply driven into our society the like black women being looked at as lesser or yeah. less beautiful you know what i'm saying um especially like like darker skinned black women yeah. as like mm. less beautiful and yeah. so like it's so deep and i i i will say like there are it affects affects everyone you yeah. know what i'm saying yeah like i feel like you're fi- finding that's why for a long time like perming hair now i'm not gonna you know get onto <laughs> anyone who wants to perm their hair yeah but like it's like black people essentially trying to ascribe to these eurocentric beauty standards yeah. and because of that now you see that men as a whole or people as a whole are like this is the beauty standard so like black women obviously mm-hmm. don't fit into this box mm-hmm. so they don't find them beautiful or whatnot so then you yeah. have to black women are looking to black men and be like okay i know you have a black home black mother you at least can find beauty in us yeah mm-hmm. and so when the numbers already are against them yeah then those dudes going uh black men go marry white men it can feel frustrating because it's like y'all were i mean and i don't want to speak for anybody but it can feel like maybe like y'all were our hope or whatnot yeah. and then like because we mm-hmm. can't believe i mean obviously we know that society has already affected the white dudes latino asian yeah. they have their own beauty standards and stuff like that yeah. so they just feel like they get the short end of the stick exactly. overall yeah and if we look at like globally eurocentric mm-hmm. beauty standards that's that's the standard like yeah. if you look at vogue in any other country yeah. mm-hmm. it's the most european looking mm-hmm. version of the person from that country that's mm-hmm. usually mm-hmm. the one who's being hyped up mm-hmm. and so that's a global thing yeah i think something that's more specific to the black community is 
the idea of black woman as being aggressive, as being wow. loud, as yeah, being yeah. Um, just like not feminine yeah. enough. Yeah. And the reason that that's the case is because of that huge gap of mm-hmm. black men. Mm-hmm. And so they're having to operate in the gap. Mm-hmm. They're having to operate as both the mother and the father. Wow. Mm-hmm. And then at the same time, I think this betrayal you know, when maybe you all feel when mm-hmm. you're walking around with your um, wives who aren't black, mm-hmm. yeah, is that the the black woman is saying, hey, society took my men away. Wow. Mm. I've had to step in the gap for my men wow. and to be the mother and the father. And then society said that I am no longer attractive wow. because wow. I have to play both roles. And, wow. You know, maybe you feel emasculated by that. Mm-hmm. But by, at the same time, mm-hmm. this is a ne- like it's a necessity mm-hmm. for, for black families. Mm-hmm. And so then what society has made the black woman to be is no longer attractive. And so, so I think that's the hurt that's deep. That's that's that is very deep. So what you're saying is that the black woman, because of a lot of like even historically like vagrancy laws Mm -hmm. or, you know, these different like war on drugs or just the way how the criminal justice justice system has deteriorated the black family, stealing away black men um, in unjust laws and trials and um, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. The black woman has had to step into that role. Dang. I'm I'm ha- I'm 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 not trying to mansplain that or nothing like that. Yeah. I'm trying to process. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm just trying to process it as because that that's a heavy fact and yeah. where where even for myself because I always say you got to understand the past mm-hmm. to uh, to be able to explain the present. Like that makes a lot of sense as to where some of those um, I don't know what you call them. Like what's the word for it? I don't know where, where some of those the theme, themes, yeah. the caricatures of yeah. black women come yeah. from. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And I deep. think like, that's a, 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 something that we have to address, yeah. Yeah. but we also have to like move forward with that. So mm-hmm. the problem too is when, um, and, and it's not, it's deep, but at the same time, if you're dating interracially, mm-hmm. like go for it, mm-hmm. do that. Mm-hmm. Um, you kind of hit on it last episode was, you know, the bashing of black women mm-hmm. who have, who are going through this, yeah. you know, and if, if you're trying to supplement, you know, or justifying your relationship with, oh, but see, cause black women, they, they too, always yeah, like yeah, this, they, yeah, you know, yeah. they always trying to go off yeah, at the mouth. Yeah, They're always yeah. trying to, mm. so that's where the problem lies mm. too. When we're not addressing, or if you're stepping into an interracial uh, relationship and not realizing all of the subconscious factors that got you there, wow, you know, wow. you're, you're thinking like this, this girl's just so beautiful. She's the most beautiful mm. person I've ever seen. Mm. Well, like, why is that? Yeah. Because, mm. you know, something mm. I can say that even just to be like vulnerable in my past relationships with white men, there were some like there were some issues subconsciously that I needed to work out yeah. Yeah. Um, that I didn't address mm. yeah. uh, going into those relationships. So mm. I think that's important, too. Mm. We can't just deny it all and say, like, love who you love. Yeah, I think uh, that's actually man, you hit it on its head. Um, and I appreciate you for being vulnerable and sharing. I think that gives a lot of people the perspective because I mean, being black man, we can only speak to what it's like to be black men, but like being a black woman, like you live this, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You actually have to like process through some of these emotional hardships. But I remember being in college and just like having, so I had some like white homeboys that I'd be like, you know, like, Hey, yo, like, you know, in college, everyone's trying to play matchmaker. Everyone's trying to find their, like, wife sure, or husband. Sure. Depending yeah. on your circle. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and I'd be like, so what are you looking for? Ah, man, like, I want her to be funny. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, oh, I want her to love the Lord. All right, okay, cool, yeah, yeah. I want her to, you know, take care of herself. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want her to, you know, all these different things. And I'm like, I remember there was a time I, like, suggested, oh, like, 
what about this girl black girl, black girl mm. and it's almost as if there's like a lens mm, of like yeah. oh i I mean, he said, I prefer brunettes. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? But I'm like, hey, my homegirl got a brunette wig. Like, it ain't nothing. <laughs> I, braid, I braided it yeah, in brunette. Like, yeah. she can get brunette, she can do blonde, whatever you want. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's not, if it's the not hair an color issue. is the issue, yeah, the that's hair, not a problem. Can, we can get past that. But, I go to Sally's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but straight up, it's like almost as if they don't even see, you know, mm-hmm. black women as, as like a like, viable option. Yeah. As like a viable yeah. option. And I can acknowledge how that could be painful. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like to not even be seen as like, as like I too, like, mm-hmm. you know, like you being like, I too am a woman. Like I too, you know, like all these different things, mm-hmm. like, you know, and like, mm-hmm. I also had, so this is what I was talking about. I had a theory earlier, right? Yeah. So one thing I ran into now, this, I don't want to speak for all, like, I'm not going to generalize, but I will speak specifically from my experience and what I ran into. Yeah. And, like, this is a somewhat theory that I've come to realize. So because of society, right, that has black women being, like, doubly oppressed, if you want to call it that, you yep. know what I'm saying, be women and black, you see at a very young age, black mothers, like, talking to their daughters, like, look, you have to go get it for yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can't nobody get it for you. So that's why, I mean, bro, I got you. We have so many, like, you can look on your like a lot of your friends are like black women are heavily educated. You know what I'm for saying? Sure. Like they out here getting three, four, five degrees. You <laughs> yeah. Know what I'm saying? yeah, yeah, yeah. Straight up. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But they like are on the mindset mm-hmm. of like, hey, like getting heavily educated. I have to get it on my own. No yeah. one's going to come get it for me. Right. Mm-hmm. And so they go with that mindset, especially into school. So around the time that I feel like their counterparts, their white counterparts, girls, they have the freedom to be like, oh, just marry rich or whatnot. Or like they can focus on a, at an earlier age on the like aspect of being like, Hey, I, don't, I need to get like, so they're coming into college, like looking for a husband, you know what I'm saying? Not that mm-hmm. black women aren't doing that, but they come into college like, bro, whatever I, some of them are, whatever I major in is cool. I just need to find my husband because mm-hmm. like my mom's done. So and su- such, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, or whatnot. So it's a privilege because they're not like, they don't feel the weight of the world being like, if I don't mm-hmm. get it, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That like no one else will for yeah. me. So mm-hmm. they have like this whole thought space and mindset to like be, to maybe be like more focused and like in the arenas of like, okay, I'm trying to get, you know, chose or like for, um, <laughs> find a husband mm-hmm. while yeah. black women in college are like, I am here to graduate. Exactly. Yeah. I need to get headphones in. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I'll be obviously yeah. in re- like, and so what I ran into was while I was dating, it was sometimes there were some, some black women, not all of them, but there mm-hmm. were some black women who were like, look, I'm not really looking for trying to get married. Like I'm trying to like finish, get my education and mm-hmm. whatnot. And so while around that, those times, like their counterparts, maybe there's some black men or whatnot getting married while it's a privilege for like, the, the other white women to be just like putting themselves in positions to maybe be like sought after and get not, not say sought after, but like getting married while like there's a lot of black women who are like really focused on like grinding and getting their own. And then after that, it's almost like a, a space to be like, okay, now maybe, you know, like, yeah. to, like let's focus on like getting married. You know what I'm saying? Would you say, would you say that I, yeah. What do you think about that Libby? I think that's interesting because at the same time I had plenty of driven white friends, mm-hmm. white girls, mm-hmm that were friends who, you know, we were studying together. We were pulling all nighters together. People Mm -hmm. were walking up to them, asking for them to remove their headphones Mm. and look up from their book and still ask them out on a date. Mm -hmm. And so Mm -hmm. I think it's really about like pursuit too Mm -hmm. at the same time. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I, I mean, 
I mean, we could do some statistics, yeah, statistics yeah. on like who's being like turned down and, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. um, but at the, I mean, it's, I think it's valid. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. it's valid because, you know, I wasn't thinking about marriage stepping into yeah, college, you know, sure. I had mm-hmm. to get a degree and yeah. get a job like that. That wasn't was no, focus. wasn't no game. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, I'm yeah. not thinking about yeah. that, you know, yeah. like, you wouldn't even think about getting married in college. Yeah. I feel like a lot of white people yeah. do that. You said yeah. 21. <laughs> I'm ready for marriage. I'm like, wait, 21. <laughs> <laughs> early adopters but so what one thing that i think that we've hit on a couple times is just the aspect of pursuit mm-hmm. and i think that's a really strong thing and even something to maybe like we can collectively as a prophetic foolishness fam like grieve over mm-hmm. is how poorly black women have been pursued um as a result of like beauty standards Mm -hmm. or these poor caricatures of black Mm -hmm. women as a whole um especially i can say in 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 my life i I, i've seen different examples of that like you mentioned osagi of where you would you know your homeboy is looking for a spouse or something Mm -hmm. like that and you you bring up man like i got this i know this girl Mm -hmm. she's amazing Mm -hmm. you know yada yada yada. uh you should ask her on a date Mm -hmm. And it's a black woman, yeah. right? And they're just, yeah. So I'm busy that day. Yeah. <laughs> I'm busy whatever day you have set up. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. It's like, nah, bro, um, I, I'm not into it. Yeah. You know, and they can, they might be able to make up a billion reasons mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. as to why, but really it's, it's because she's black and yeah. they yeah. probably never imagined themselves mm-hmm. with a black woman. Wow. Now, on the flip side, I would say for the black man, um, growing up, I did imagine myself with a black woman, mm-hmm. with a, a Latina woman, mm-hmm. with a, a white woman. Mm-hmm. And so I could see where there'd be a discrepancy where that would, as a result, lead to black women not being pursued. Mm-hmm. Because me growing up, I had a diverse perspective on who yeah. I was going to marry. Mm-hmm. But white men, I, I'm imagining, did not. They yeah. probably just only imagine yeah. um white women mm. you yeah. know unless they have uh, maybe something i'm just mm. going i'm going with the point here you know stick mm. with it mm. but so that could lead to itself if there's mm. more people pursuing this one race like yeah. we will see the fruit of that now man that's and good. then the, the the bad side about that is that a lot of our black sisters are left unpursued mm. further feeling unattractive or further feeling like they don't meet the the standards of, mm. of marriage and things like, what do you think about that libby no i mean i agree with that yeah mm. and because you know, black men statistically are more likely to date outside of the race. I think it's like 24% of black men and 12% of black women. Mm. Googled it yesterday, mm. too. Yeah. So 24% of all black men are, are more likely to, to be in interracial marriages. Interesting. 12% of black women. Mm. So, you know, if there's double that, yeah, and then there's a third of the black available men, yeah. you know, that's just... it. Do, <laughs> Make it make sense. Yeah. The numbers don't add up, you I know. So you. it's about availability mm-hmm. too. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's also we, mass incarceration plays into that. But yeah, we won't. Go, oh, that's, that's true. We won't go prison, into that. The there prison be, industrial complex. <laughs> yeah. We won't go into that. There'd be more <laughs> available <laughs> black men. Yeah. If, if we y'all went, let them out, they were locked up. They locked us up. They locked them up. Hey, that's a hundred percent true, man. So that's a whole nother issue. But I have a thought. Go ahead. Last week on the on the last on part one of this episode, we talked about. You know, we went on a, a pretty long rant about being pro-black. Mm. <laughs> Can you be pro-black and still marry outside of your race? Mm. Y'all had a week to think about it. 
Hey, it's like an assignment, Chris. Yeah. Teacher Chris, you had a week to think about it. I need, a, I need an answer. I need an answer. An answer. The test is right now. <laughs> yeah. I know where I know where I yes. stand. Yeah. I've already spoken on this. Yeah. Uh, we don't. I, I don't want to make it seem like here, Libby, answer all our questions. No, but, you no. know, we definitely want to hear your perspective. I mean, what do you think about this topic? Do you think I you think, can be pro-black and not be married to a black person? I think absolutely. Yes. Like being pro-black, especially as a black person, mm-hmm. you are pro. Your, you know, your own growth. Mm-hmm. And I think if someone comes along who isn't black, but you get along with them, you guys have the same values. Mm-hmm. You love them deeply. Mm-hmm. They love you well. Mm-hmm. They are pro-black mm-hmm. too, mm-hmm. you know? And I think if you deny yourself someone who is for you, mm-hmm. then I don't think that's pro-black. Yeah. I think I think that is Ooh. a whole nother Ooh. level of not really loving Dang. yourself well. Mm. Because mm-hmm. I think you're denying and blinding yourself yeah. because of pigment and because yeah. of melanin. But I do think in order to truly be pro-black, you have to be fully aware mm. of all of the things that go into that. Yeah. So you have to be aware of you know, the decisions that you're making. Why are you just, I just happen to be more attracted to this. Right? Yeah. I don't know what it is. Yeah, like yeah, I can yeah, tell you what yeah. it is. You know, it's like, <laughs> yeah, let's oh, watch every movie you've yeah, ever watched. Yeah. You know, like who's the, who's so the that, love interest? So it's not, that's not an excuse anymore. It's no, like, it ain't yeah, an excuse. No, I just, it's, it's yeah. just preference. Yeah. Yeah. I just have never, you know, I think racism can be hidden preference. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. And so you can be pro-black. Man. And I think that starts with being pro-aware, yeah. like mm. pro-consciousness, mm-hmm. and, and making sure that that you are raising your level of awareness instead of just you know having blinders on and saying like you know you got on a, a Black Lives Matter T-shirt yeah, and you think yeah, that yeah. that's what it is. Man, so um, in the light of that topic, I definitely want to you know on the on the higher end of things, you know. As a black woman, okay, <laughs> yeah. For those of y'all who don't know, we we use here prophetic foolishness our podcast to uplift, mm-hmm. bring light. You know what I'm mm-hmm, saying? Mm-hmm. And you know we talk about these things a lot. And so, uh, Libby, you know our our, our good sis Libby, homegirl right now yeah. is single. So Libby, oh my God. Oh, <laughs> as a as a single go. black woman, okay, yeah. What do you want? In like the man to pursue you and those listeners out there, you know, say we just going to use our yeah. platform to use our this platform. Is, yeah, yeah. What are you wanting? No, for real. From any man, you oh know, what I'm saying gosh. what do you want? And maybe if you can speak, I want you to speak on behalf of all black women. But what are you seeking? Yeah. What do you want in like moving forward? How do you think you should be pursued well as a black woman? And just go, and you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Put that out there. Put it in the airstreams for people to maybe learn. You know what I'm saying? If there's my white brothers or, you know, my Latino brothers who've been scared. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? My we're, Asian brothers. Yeah, y'all, Asian y'all, brothers. Y'all. Oh, my bad. I didn't mean to forget you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, Libby finna put y'all on game. You know, mm-hmm. how, how how do they, you know, feel like they can step into this arena? You know? Yeah. yeah. No, I think, I think that's a good question, mm. honestly, because... We are just like every other woman. You Say know, that. people mm-hmm. really desire love. Mm. We also desire love. Man. We desire for people to state that they are interested in us. Mm. They want to get to know us. Mm-hmm. They we also don't need, you know, someone to, I just I love my brown sis. I love mm. my chocolates. We don't need all that. <laughs> you know, I don't need it. I don't need to know every type yeah. of dark chocolate yeah. that you all I need ooh, to my know. Cu- oh my cup of coffee, know, girl. You yeah. my Reese's puff. Oh my no, yeah. I don't need any yeah. of that. We just want to know that people want to get to know us for who we are. Yeah. Yeah. That you are for us. Yeah. That you care about what we care about. Yeah. And mm-hmm. if 
if it's just asking someone a coffee or tea or whatever y'all drink, you know, <laughs> and, and really asking IPAs, questions to yeah. get to know you, you know, you don't have to show me, you know, how woke you are yeah, yeah. or how down you Come are. On, for the black yeah. your, your last girlfriend was yeah. black. I don't need to know all yeah, that. I yeah, just want to yeah. know that you are for me as a person that you want to get to know me mm, that's so and, good that's and that's good. really it yeah, you don't yeah. Be like and if you project. were six over six three you know that would be a plus <laughs> 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 hey man so so no nah, i didn't even go go back to the hey, short minute tall it. women that's the whole thing I, 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 let me do that part too <laughs> awesome man well man i really just want to say thank you libby for giving us a voice into um, this conversation from the, the black women's perspective. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say that we're not going to bring on white men to get their perspective. Well, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cause frankly, I really don't care. Nice. <laughs> nah, oh we've been getting their perspective. Yeah. For like yeah. I was like, it's so, all over the yeah. media. <laughs> but, um, yeah, man, that's what we're here for. Like we say this a lot at prophetic foolishness, man. Like we want to continue to have conversations and hopefully this conversation that we've just had, mm -hmm. you take into your conversations with your friends and family. Like, you know, maybe even asking your friends, like, have you ever considered someone who's not my our race, you know, yeah. or have you ever considered more specifically a black woman or something yeah. like that? Like what's informing um, your like, why are you attracted to this person? Like yeah. what, yeah. what what's your baseline for beauty standards? Yeah, we That's really good. have to rip apart the Eurocentric beauty standards that we've been fed and like really start to uplift all women, but more specifically black women. Um, really well. I felt like I almost said all lives. Like that was like all lives. <laughs> nah, oh, we want to say black women <laughs> matter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we want to uplift black women in this arena for mm -hmm. sure. Um, and seeing just like, man, we don't need to like, how do we just get them? Like there are people and we want to make sure that they are sought after, pursued, mm -hmm. uplifted in the ways that they deserve. So that's what this conversation was about, man. I'm glad that Libby definitely chimed in. Um, man, y'all make sure to follow us on Instagram. <laughs> Facebook, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Music. Share with a friend. Like, comment, subscribe, all that stuff, man. Uh, Libby, what's your social media so they can follow you in? You know, so if they want to shout you out, I'm like, yes, girl, you was talking. What you want? To, what's your social? Okay, Instagram is at Libby Cleaves. Okay, that's it. Cool. Yeah, that's it. Instagram at Libby Cleaves. Y'all know where to find her. Uh, man, we're excited to have you on the team, Libby. Yep. Uh, yeah, here's glad this, to be here. Here's to a, a lot of growth, a lot of delicious dishes of discussion, mm -hmm. um, and you know, welcoming people to the family. Um, well, that's that's what we got for today, man. Uh, Libby, you ain't gotta say nothing. This oh. is just me and Chris. <laughs> I ain't wanna like, I ain't wanna <laughs> make it awkward. No, no, you good. Yeah. Uh, my name's Osagi, and my name is Chris, and, and this is Prophetic Foolishness. Peace. All right. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>